0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is another Tuesday. That means another pod. Uh, it's a tricky one. <laughs> you guys will hear see our raw emotions in about 30 seconds here. I'm getting this one going. and Why there's an AirPod in my ear and one in Jack's as well. No excuses. I think it was no a excuses. good pod. It was a great
1: pod. Good content. We got two great guests joining us, uh, Alec Ward and Trey Flood. Talked about a lot of different topics. There's
0: just so like the All Star game was just one thing this week. There was so yeah. much that happened.
1: We had the slippery stairs. We had Robles pitching. <laughs> Uh, Trey Flood, you know, starting in the all-star game, getting the win for the NL. Good so. and the men. the men. Team record. Hey, it was jam-packed weekend. Jam-packed week,
0: game. jam-packed pod, rain or shine, sun or snow, we're getting her done. This is the Pipe It Up podcast. Cue the intro. All right, folks. We're jumping, we're jumping right <laughs> in, Jack. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's been a fun hour, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I got to look over here today, too. Got a lot lot happening. Yeah. No headphones again. We just had 45 minutes of audio difficulties. Uh, we got two over.
1: podcast co-hosts here. Right, and neither of us are really that technical savvy. Well, guys, savvy. I, I bought
0: all this equipment last year and never had an issue. Plugged everything in, just worked like a charm after like 10 minutes of fiddling with some settings and levels and whatnot. And today, man, we plugged it in. Jack got here, and just nothing. Alex sounded like he was calling from Vietnam somewhere <laughs> for a walkie-talkie. Like it was just so bad. So we we troubleshooted for thirty minutes. Then we ended the call. Jack and I put our heads together, and here we are now. It's a complicated system, but I think it works. We're hoping you guys. Can We're hear hoping it works. Yeah, I'm seeing audio here from the microphones. Yeah. And we got Trey and Alec virtually. Uh, Been a hectic couple of minutes. I'm looking at the wrong camera again. <laughs> what a great intro to this podcast! But without further ado, let me wipe my sweat again from my face. Alec and Trey, thank you for joining us on this evening's podcast. Really appreciate it, especially after our 35 minute technical delay. You guys are the best.
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there, but Trey, you sound good. I sound good. We're we're hanging out. Yes, sir. Pleasure to be here, Tom.
0: Yeah, just some trouble in paradise, you know. Trey, what was the inspiration for the shades tonight?
3: Um, to be honest, like this is like my second week driving a car. I just wanted to look cool. Um, is that you know,
0: why you're
3: doing this from the car? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> nah, percent. I'm saying There's there's people in the house talking,
0: but okay. Why not? Well, yeah, we appreciate you guys coming on. We have a, both a TV star and a YouTube star with us this evening. Yeah, so much happened in the
1: last week. A lot. I a mean, lot. You, you know, this probably feels like a really bang-up operation compared to what you've been used to, Alec, with, with the Ocho, yeah. uh, you ESPN star over there. What was it like? Tell the fans what it was like being on TV, you know, the behind the scenes. Did you feel any pressure at all?
2: Just uh, just give us some insight on that whole experience. Give us a rundown. Break it down. Please. Um, yeah. So to be honest, uh, so it's live, right? So there's really Got not it. not much time. It's different than MLW videos because it's like, okay, no, we'll just we'll, we'll do another take, we'll do another take, or something like that. If we're doing an, an intro or something like that, and and the but,
0: script.
2: <laughs> and the scripted games, of course. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're on 2025 now, so <laughs> um, but uh. But yeah, so all of the interviews is just off the top of your head. Um, there's it's really tight time schedule because there's you know commercial breaks and we're trying to get the kids in, the females in, and the males in. So there's um, you know everything's got to be on a certain timeline, um, and then whenever whichever group goes. Then after that, then they get interviewed, and it's like immediately you take off your helmet, you give it to the next person, and then they put on the helmet and, or, and the knee pads and stuff, and then they go up. Um, so it was really hectic, not really too much time to think. They're kind of just telling you what to do. They're just like, okay, come over here, and now you're getting interviewed. And It's like, okay, we need your helmet. Okay, so we're kind of like, we'll tell you. It at the Meadows. <laughs> like, it's similar, and it's just like, okay, it's it's time. Like, let's it go. It's not a yeah, yeah, no. It, it's it's just uh, they're just telling you what to do, and then you're like, okay, okay, I'm here. So you're just a pawn, basically, and they're so, choreographing the entire thing.
1: So you had a couple, you had a couple pretty good, clippable moments there in the interviews. Were those were those things that you kind of thought of ahead of time, or was that kind of in the moment you just like thaw on your feet?
2: Yeah, that was off the dome. Well, the dome. while she was while she was talking, the first one while she was talking. I was like, I've been climbing stairs my whole life. That's that's funny. I think that's funny at least. But I'm gonna say it, um, <laughs> and then I just delivered it. However, I delivered it, and it's so. And then it ended up being good. And so yeah, all all off, uh, all all on the toes.
0: Dude, yeah. I gotta say though, I think that's how you should always operate. I think Kyle and I should never give you a script again to speak on because you got those lines off pretty flawlessly. Yeah. Like that little
2: so small my. versus tall line, you nailed that. I was like, Alec is the man. Like, let's go. Yeah, that was as well. that was right off the the head too. Because like I said, it's so quick. Like I got off, I get uh like you get off the stairs and then you give your helmet away and then you. Uh, Zoe, who's uh, Zoe was the um, the reporter that's interviewing and sort of, um, you know, the the main reporter there. As soon as I get off, I give my helmet and then she just pulls me. and She's like, OK, you're getting interviewed. And, and then you're sitting there and then it's like okay, three, two, one, you're live. And then she interviewed the uh, Jack, who was uh, uh, Jack's a Jack. Cool. He's a he's a comedian on YouTube. Um, I don't know his plug right now, but uh, he's he, he's he's a really funny guy. They're interviewing him. He's talking. And I'm like, oh, he's super tall and I'm short, so that's funny. And then I was like, oh, tall guy versus small guy. I guess that's funny. And then, like, right away I just said it. So. Just drop it, was, it.
0: Like you've done it a million times. Real quick. I have to
2: – obviously, MLW, the videos, you know,
1: they're not live other than, like, the Instagram lives. But, I mean, would you say that – your experience just talking in front of a camera in general like doing the award shows things like that kind of gave you a little bit extra confidence because I feel like going into that if you were someone I'm not even really sure who was competing in that event but if you were someone who like isn't in front of a camera a lot it it would be pretty like intimidating
2: for sure helps a lot because just having the camera there can be intimidating especially a big camera so, like a TV grade camera, and they got the headsets on, and they're like, "You're live," and people have earpieces. They and actually have microphones. No
0: their equipment. I'm like, oh. yeah,
2: they have actual <laughs> microphones. Um, no, but you know, so <laughs> are we. <ours> are fake. <laughs> are real. I, I know. Um, but uh, yeah, it definitely yeah the the cameras aren't scary because you know I've been doing MLW for so long, and I also uh, talk a lot at work and i'm you know showing my face at work and leading meetings and giving like talks at work a lot so all of that just sort of helps and lets allows being on camera feel really natural and uh, and stuff like that so definitely helps
0: yeah you've been doing it for years man it was it was cool watching you I, hopefully trey was tuned in too i think most of the guys in the league were but it's just it's Been a long time, and just seeing you and Jordan that day too. I tried to get Jordan on tonight, guys, but uh, he was unfortunately unavailable. It was kind of a last second notice, so partially my fault. But uh, just was
1: probably you, better we didn't add a third. Yeah, my gosh, this has anyway. been a
0: nightmare since. <laughs> but um, just seeing you guys on TV on ESPN, nonetheless, and seeing you smiling, you know, getting hype out there and on the camera, getting interviewed, it's just cool. Like it's hard to appreciate sometimes. We've been doing this for so long, and like you yeah. Know, I think the word is like jaded to it a little bit, but it was cool. It was fun watching you and it gave, it was a busy week, you know, getting ready for whiffle and the mitten and everything else that's going on in MLW. So for me to like be sitting there getting stuff right for the tournament, bats and balls and whatnot, and just to have you on the big screen on ESPN was just, it was cool, man. It was, we just enjoyed it a lot. And I hope uh, your family and friends did too. I'm sure.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. They, they definitely did. Today at work was crazy. I, I come in and She's they so have, uh, I don't know if you guys saw my story, but they yeah. had small guy on my monitors at work. They had small guy and I quote unquote, I've been climbing stairs my entire life, like on my monitors. So um yeah, I walk into work and they're like, Oh, he's coming, he's coming. And then I come in, and they're all dying laughing. And they're like, Oh, I've been climbing stairs my entire life. Um small guy. So it's it was super funny. So um yeah, definitely super cool. It was it was really relaxed too, because it wasn't it's not a performance thing. Like you're not not trying to do really well it's just supposed to be funny so i think that allowed me to feel natural on camera too just because it's it's you're just having fun out there and slipping around and sliding around yeah
1: i was excited when i when i heard you were uh, gonna be the contestant you're a slippery guy so i knew you i knew you were gonna fit well in that environment but did you kind of have a strategy going in because i i saw you in a couple of those heats it almost seemed like you were using the wall a little bit, like, to your advantage.
2: Was that was that part of the strategy there? I heard you getting whistled a lot. I think he was trying to cheat too much. Yeah, so act- the wall does provide an advantage. I think it's the stairs are stronger near the wall. Um, so I feel like that's, there's, like, the stairs are kind of like this a little bit. Like, yeah. there's, like, a U in them. And then as it gets towards the wall, it's, like, stronger. And I think it's more flat there or something like that. So the wall, yeah, provides better stability. But this year, they had a rule where you had to be like two inches away from the wall. There was like a red line, a thick red line. And whenever your foot would hit that red line, they'd go, So I was white. And they'd go, White, get down. You touch the red yeah, line, can, yellow, can down. Hear whistles. Yeah. I hear a whistle blow white. And be like, Oh, more to again. Yeah. And then I slide <laughs> down. Um, yeah. So the wall does help. I don't again. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's more even, something like that. But um, but yeah, the wall is. I think gave you a better, uh, like path or something like that. But they were calling you. They were calling us. So, but I was clean. I was clean on my way up. I was good. The one I won. So, yeah, you got yourself a W. That was awesome. To see. Yeah, I took that the was dub. fun. one.
0: Yeah, you had to take one. Yeah,
2: that was awesome. We were cheering for you. I was watching with
0: Kyle and Crutch, but it was just cool. And seeing Jordan pitching too. I know he's not here, so i are not going to talk about it as much, but mm-hmm. watching him sling it on national TV wearing the Mallards hat. I was happy he wore the Mallards hat. Yeah. He's played for a lot of teams over the years. He was rapping. But seeing him in the Duck Hat was cool. And just, you know, the was only so long, it was cool that we had two people involved in it. So uh, we were pretty happy with how it turned out and excited for you guys, of course, to be involved with it. I, real, real quick, I got to ask too Like, what actually is it? Like, what are you slipping on? Is it like. Like Vaseline? Like, what do they do to the stairs and to your clothes? Because you guys are all buttered up before the event even starts.
2: Yeah, they, they wouldn't tell us what it's made out of. Or at least <laughs> I, I asked what the base, like, what's the base chemical? Like, is it, because it looks plasticky. I was like, is it like a polymer? Or what's the, is it petroleum? Or what's the base? And they're like, well, we can't, we're not telling you. But it was fair, this. Fair question. It was Maybe this viscous, yeah. slippery water soluble liquid that was they were pouring it through sieves it? did you taste it it gets yeah. in your mouth it was sweet it was sweet. sweet it was sweet it was it's like really a gross. Sweet it was really gross. yeah it made it disgusting and it was hot out <laughs> and it's sweet and like it was really gross but yeah there's like a layer of goo on me like a like a <laughs> thick layer of goo it felt like and then you get out there and they're just pouring buckets on you and like getting it on your back and like down your shirt and stuff. But it's it, like I said, it is water soluble. So it gets off really easy when you when you like uh, shower or something.
0: Did you go roll into your hotel just covered in the goo or did you like shower on site? No, they
2: had a hose there. So I just like <laughs> like I had one of the one of the other dudes who just hosed me down. We were just hosing you each were- other down.
0: Seriously, the contestants get treated like dogs. Yeah. You so guys coming down those steps after the run. This runs, is a borderline rights so violation here. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's pretty gruesome watching Alex. We're here. not going to tell you what's just, on you, and then we're going to hose you down like an animal after.
0: And just we're going to ragdoll you down these steps <laughs> in between rounds and just film the whole thing on live TV as Alex is thrown in every direction. Excellent entertainment.
2: Yeah, I had like whiplash. Like I was yeah, landing so in my I butt, and like, I was like, <laughs> and smashing into the wall, and then like a 6'5 200 pounder is flying down at me. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, I'm trying to get out of the way, but I can't because it's slippery, so I can't yeah. move. I'm trying to move, but my feet slide, and I'm just like, I guess I'm eating this check here that I'm about to get. Um, but no, it's funny, yeah, like people were bracing before they run into you, so
0: definitely, definitely experience to remember. Do
2: you know, uh, is there ever a repeat contestants on this, on this game show? On <laughs> I don't know. I think they should do a circuit. I think they should have, like, this was like a social media mm-hmm. influencer circuit. So everyone that was there had has some sort of um, online presence, except these two kids that filled in at la- the, the last second because these other two people dropped. So there, it was like the influencer circuit or whatever. And then I know that they did a college tour, and then they should do stuff like that and then have, like, a championship of them all. Or something. I think that would be Super cool. Championship. Yeah, but no, I think. No, I think you back. Yeah. yeah. You did yeah. it. Would you, nah. you do it again? I I don't know, man. It really <laughs> hurt. My knees are still are still <laughs> banged up. My knees are still banged up. You're battered. You're bruised and battered. Bruised and battered. Yeah, I went on swinging.
0: I, think, I don't know if it's an ultra board or not, but I think you should get into the professional tag scene. You ever seen that on TV, Jack? Mm-mm. Where it's like one-on-one. It's almost like a little obstacle course, and it's just two guys playing tag. I think Alec would be great at that. So they, That's it's kind of like what I meant. He's like a slippery guy. They would like start a timer, like, and you know, you know, when the timer stops when you touch the other guy, so you should yeah. like be evasive for like 30 seconds taking down. You'd, you'd be pretty good at that, Alec. You
2: would be pretty Yeah, it's that. actually funny you mentioned that, because I've had multiple people send me those videos, and they go, dude, okay. you you got to do this. Like, this is your thing. You're shifty. Just shifting. Shift shifty DX, baby. Just going through the bars, sliding between them or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that shifty DX how's the uh, how's the twitch stream been going the, the stream's been going good um been going well it's been a busy summer um just between everything going on works a lot um but we, we still get it in um the marble races are coming back everyone don't worry everyone loves the marble races those will come back <laughs> but uh but yeah this the stream is good come check it out twitch.tv backslash mw football. Links in the Discord, if you want to join the Discord also, MLWWiffleBall. We're always on there. I'll be sure to, I'll come on the stream a couple of times, I'm sure, throughout the fall and winter, if not several
0: times. I always have a good time hanging out with you. Yeah, it's awesome. The stream's so much fun. Transition here a little bit. We'll get Trey talking as he's been sitting here in his shades, just mean mugging us <laughs> for the last 20 minutes. Uh, Whiffle and the Mitten, both of you guys came out this past weekend to the Whiffle and the Mitten tournament. Um, great tourney. 94 teams, if you guys didn't see it on Instagram, so about... Three hundred fifty kids, three hundred fifty players. It's crazy. Wow, didn't feel that bad though, because it's kind of spaced out throughout the day. We had nine fields and a lot of help. Thank you to all the players, MLW guys who helped out. But it was controlled chaos. I said, I think we did a pretty good job of managing it. I just wanted to get your thoughts, Ward. You rolled in kind of midday, um, and Trey, of course, you played in it, helped run it a little bit as well. So, what are your thoughts compared to uh, years previously uh, at Legacy? Oh, uh, you know, I've been to the tournament now for. 4 years
3: now. No, that was my 4th year. So the first one we went to was in 2020 and that one was like that one was unbelievable, but it just seems to get better like every year. Like there's always like new little things added to the tournaments. Uh, it's always ran like super well. I just think it's cool especially for like the fans. Like I remember when I was like that age and I'd see you guys like now being like that guy that people look up to is like just really cool and I don't know, it's just something uh, really different for me like there was this kid that came up to me and he was like, he was like, you're my favorite player. And I thought he was joking, but he started like, he started like uh, freaking out and he started like jumping up and down. And I was like, I, I, for, I thought for sure he was joking, but just like stuff like that just like made my day. And, you know, I just thought it was a great tournament overall, great competition. Again, the 13 to 15 division was insane. Uh, even the 16 up to just lots of great competition and another great weekend for MLW football.
0: Very true. That is cool that you have both those perspectives, Trey, because I unfortunately don't. Uh, but I'm sure it is a bit of an interesting transition coming from fan to player, MLW player, that is at one of these events. So good for you, dog. You deserve the platform.
1: We've, done, we've definitely got a few of those, you know, yeah. players in the league that have been recognized at these tournaments and have eventually made their way into the leagues or into the league and then are working the, the tournament events, which is mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Were there any other people that either you guys saw or you, Tom, any players that stood out at this tournament that are yep. not in the league yet, but uh, you, you some, bl- some prospects? Some prospects.
0: Um You don't need to name names necessarily, but honestly I can't even tell you a name for this kid, but I don't know how old this kid was. Couldn't have been old, because he looked really young. He was in the thirteen to fifteen division. But well, I'll give him a shout out on off chance he years this. There's a team in the thirteen to fifteen division that was called the Marlins. Okay. okay. They didn't make it far. I think they went one and one the first day and then they were a one and done on Sunday. But so they probably got to like the quarterfinals of the run before that. But this kid was not a tall kid, you know, probably under five foot, young looking, left hander, didn't throw real hard, but this kid was so dialed in the mouth with the movement and the control it was unbelievable. He was putting on an absolute clinic, guys. So and this is when I knew he was like the guy. So At these tournaments, it's a bucket of balls, scuff balls, not a one-ball tournament. So each ball is a little bit different. It makes it really difficult to throw consistent strikes, especially with a variety of pitches. A lot of pitches are limited to two. just like one to two pitches that they know they have control over. It can be consistent enough. But this kid had like two or three balls left in his bucket, okay? He kind of picked one up looked at it, put it back down, picked one up, nah, picked it up again, nah. And I had one next to me that I had a foul ball that came to me. He's like, can I see that? I was like, yeah, I tossed it back to him. He took one look at it, refocused, hit his windup. It's a 3-2 count, by the way. Hit his windup and just put this thing on the corner, a disgusting drop ball. And I was like, this kid is him. I was like, that was the most <laughs> unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, granted, at that age, I was probably at that level too. But still, just to watch him, look through those balls, grab one he liked. He knows what he needed. Dot it. It was unbelievable. I was like, my God. that was!" And it was like a bases loaded, two out situation. So a walk would have put in a run. It was so clutch. It was so sick. So, I don't know what your name is. I'm sorry. But that was remarkable a remarkable display of talent, I must say, from the left-hander on the Marlins. It was it was crazy. They had a girl on that team, too, who had to have played softball. Her swing was probably the best in the team. Mm-hmm. They had her hit in four. I don't know why. In the lineup, they had her hit in last. But she had the best swing of they contact against a kid who was throwing 90 miles an hour from 38 feet away. <laughs> I, always, I think I ask this every tournament, too. And you
1: guys can chime in, too. But... Um, favorite jerseys, favorite team names,
0: any that stood out Um, to you guys? Maybe Alec or Trey have one. I don't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. There was was older guys in the 16 plus that were like construction vests, and I'd never seen that before, and I thought that was pretty funny. That's original. It was, yeah, it was unique.
2: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get, um, too much of a time, or too much time to, um, I, I wasn't there very long. I came straight from the airport and just wanted you to were go a in just for and, or and, and say hi to everyone and say hi to some of the players. Um, so I didn't see. I, I couldn't spend a lot of time. I wasn't umping games. Usually I'm yeah. umping games, so um, I didn't get to see really, or at least take notice of a lot of jerseys. I did see the construction guys, though. That, those were cool. Um, yeah. Those jerseys were cool. Um, Trey, did you see any any that you liked?
3: Um, I can't really remember too many of the names. There were so many teams there, uh, but yeah. one that I don't know if I'm getting it right. So if I'm not, that's my bad. But one team that I think they were called, they were from NWA Whiffleball. They're a league out of Missouri. I talked to the uh, commissioner, Pat. He's a really tall guy. I mm-hmm. think they were called like the Hubers and the Goobers or something like that. Something like that. I thought that was a good name. And then for the first time, I saw some kids wearing baseball pants, which was interesting.
0: I did see that. Okay. There was a team that was called, their thing was Drip Greater Than Skill, was like their team name I was listed, which is pretty cheesy, but they're pretty good. That's funny. That's funny. The the shirts were remarkable. So it was the Drip Greater Than Skill. It was like a blue and pink color scheme, I think. Mm -hmm. And it was done like our all-star jerseys were. It was like a polyester shirt, dry fit with iron-on print. But their mom, who did this one above and beyond, because she had like ironed on like fake chains like into the jersey so oh, there was man. material going around their neck it was a brace like a chain on and like there was like a tattoo looking thing on the sleeve like it was pretty cool it was definitely took a lot of time because i know our all-star jerseys took me a long time so i bet you she spent a lot of time on those shirts that's, that's what, cool. what i like
1: to see when there's just like some thought behind it yeah there, some was, there was there was you can tell that like, was unique like a, that, a yeah.
0: iron on chain i thought it was pretty one of one i've never seen that before i like that that's really cool yeah that but,
2: that's that's the mom like running with the design she's a creative can create yeah Miles no it's awesome yeah, I know I know, something. I know. It's, it's it's awesome to see mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I agree Not, 94 teams though that's that's unreal they're almost 100 though. I feel like you it's it's uh it's a balancing act because um, you know I wasn't able to be there this year but I know that every year you guys are getting better and better at running these tournaments just like through the experience but they're also getting bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. and with, like, the sheer size, just kind of just magnifies, like, the chaos. Like, how how, Another, how how was it this year in terms of, like, organization, and just, like, how did the whole thing go?
0: I didn't really run into, honestly, too many major snags. Now, we've encountered a lot of major snags over the years, so I think now those major snags don't seem like major snags anymore, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But there's always an issue with balls, so... Like we usually put out only eight balls per field. People are like, why don't you put more? Well, the problem is people, kids will take the balls for us to sign them with. You yeah. Know what I mean? And the fact that they're already kind of scarce when they're playing, they realize they're kind of scarce. I feel like it makes them less likely to take balls than for themselves to get signed. Right. If I were to put thirty on every field, that's like, oh, the balls everywhere. I'll just take one. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I'm not saying the balls are super expensive, but you know when you get fifty to hundred balls full from you every tournament, like it adds up a little bit. I yeah. Mean, it gets kind of annoying. So. Um, I always, we have extra on hand beforehand. So I'm kind of replacing balls throughout the weekend. So I'm just like putting out 40 at once and then just having balls everywhere, people taking them and whatnot. So that's always something we try to balance a little bit. I wouldn't say we found like the perfect formula for that yet, but if a kid, I'm not shy about it. When a kid brings me a brand new ball, he's like, can you sign this for me? And I see it and I know I scuffed it. I'm like, dude, this is a tournament ball. Like if you want me to sign something, uh, I might have a crack when I can give you or something, but I don't, I'm sorry. Like you yeah. <laughs> can't. But he's got to be used the tournament, so that does happen a lot. But timeline, we didn't have any, like, crazy extra inning games that threw anything super-duper off. There was one seven or eight inning game that got things like 30 minutes behind on one field. We had nine fields going, though. Yeah. So it seems like a lot, and it is a lot. But everyone at MLW, like I said, stepped up to the plate and, like, we're volunteered to umpire two to three games each. So that's about two hours of your time, two and a half hours of your time, which isn't too bad if you spread it out over 25 people. If it was just like seven or eight of us doing the one field all day long, that would suck. But yeah. with me and Mr. Schultz and Greg Cratch and Dan Schultz kind of going above and beyond on certain fields, we can usually spread out the other fields to just a couple, like, to a bunch of guys for small durations of time, which is nice. Right on. So I would not say, I don't remember what your question was. Any major Just about issues. the chaos and yeah,
1: just it, managing the chaos, controlling it. It
0: didn't feel too, too bad. It. Yeah, I mean, we had enough space in there for the people and... We don't have like so we, teams are sort of staggered throughout the day. So when I play their two games, with about a three-hour time slot. Usually, people will then you know hang out for a half hour, hour or so, and then leave. So there wasn't like we had four hundred people in there at once for mm-hmm. most of the day. It was people were kind of filtering in and out throughout the duration of the day. So
1: how my boy RJ do? He won it. He made it to the finals, right? Yeah, he won
0: it. I knew that. I had to ask that, that question though. <laughs> Highlight of the weekend: Trey and Alex. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but one of my highlights out a couple. Was in the 13 to 15 division, um, the championship game was between RJ's team, which is Ohio Elite Wiffle Ball, I think, and then the other team. I don't know what they even called. It was it was players from the Northville Wiffle Ball. They're called Northfield, the. Yeah. I think they're called the Cardinals. The Cardinals. That's right. Jackson Pierce's little brother was in that squad, and then um, one of the Porter brothers, and they're big fans of MLW. And anyway, so Evan Porter. Is their starting pitcher, their ace, whereas RJ is Ohio Elite's ace. And not exaggerating, Evan is four foot eight. So in the thirteen to fifteen division, the championship game, the starting pitching matchup was six five RJ and four foot eight Evan, and it was a picture of them shaking hands before the game. I'll pop it up right now. It is priceless. Yeah, it's like
1: the Derrick Henry, Mark Ingram, yeah, yes. Game. yes.
0: <laughs> it was priceless, and that's just what's cool about wiffle though. It levels the playing field. Oh it yeah. really does. And I made that joke to a kid in Philly, because there was a kid, uh, a family I met in Philadelphia after the game, after I hit the couple home runs. And he was like, those bombs were awesome, blah, blah, blah. And his dad was like, yeah, he's one of the smaller kids on his baseball team, too. And your mom said that was you growing up. And I was like, the thing about woofball balls, you can still hit four bombs, even if you're the small. It Because it really doesn't matter too much. So that's what's cool about it, is it kind of levels the playing field and brings kids from all backgrounds together. Now, granted, some kids are better than others, for sure. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like things that are out of your control, yeah, like being four foot eight versus six you foot can five. Almost,
1: yeah, you could almost argue RJ's height might be a disadvantage at the plate. At the plate our, for sure. Our, the <laughs>
0: metrics of our strike zone yeah. in yeah. our league, you know? So that was one of my highlights um, amongst uh, many of them. But I, I had a good time. I wasn't too stressed, to be honest. What stunk was just how busy we were. It's stunk having, like, come home after the, you know, 11-hour day at the fields and then, like, get back to work for three or four hours yeah. at night. But. The actual tournament itself was fun. Just seeing everybody, watching the guys have fun, interacting with fans, all that kind of stuff. Interacting with parents, it was it was great. It was great. Right on, right on. So we saw these videos coming out every Friday: home run derby, all star game. This right. week is Cat's Preds. We've been so focused on these events that like that's been where my attention's been at. But, yeah, um, it's been a while I'm sure a lot of you guys want to hear about the all star game today. Last few weeks, and we got two more to go. We're two, two more to two, go. Two, right? two down, two to go. We got yeah. St. Louis check. Little Minton, check. And now we got Vermont, Minneapolis series, and then New York tournament, Long Island. Dotlet. So we're, we're good. I know, it's stressful. and are vague, yeah. The old hour delay of podcast technical difficulties doesn't help, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. getting it done. Getting it done. But uh, I do want to talk about the All Star game a little bit. Right. Trey, you got the starting nod in that game. Um, what were your thoughts when you heard from manager Jimmy Norp that uh, you were going to get The Rock start this year's ASG? Um, so, it was,
3: like, probably, I think it was the day of the All-Star game. He texted me about, like... The day of? Yeah, I think it was the day of. texted me, (laughs) I think, about about two hours before the game. So, I'm showing up, like, I was just hyped to be an All-Star. Like, I I honestly was, like, if I don't even play or whatever, like, I don't even know. Like, if I I was just chilling on the bench, I don't care. I'm just happy to be there, like, happy to be part of the squad. Like, it means a lot to be uh, an All-Star this year. But, he texted me out of the blue, and he's, like... Yeah, you're going to be the starting pitcher. Uh, And I'm like, wait, what? So, like, out of nowhere, like, I'm thinking, like, there's no way I get this start. And then next thing you know, I'm checking everything out, hearing from the guys, and it's uh, RJ versus me. So hearing that was, like, pretty incredible. Just, like, I always just like to think back, like, where I've come from, like, especially just, like, it's just super cool to, like, think the way that I just was playing in my backyard with, like, my brother and stuff and my friends and neighbors, and now to, like, be, like, just, like, watching, you know, watching you guys growing up and stuff, and now I'm, like, in those All-Star games. I always, like, thought, like, the All-Star games were, like, par- probably the coolest part of the year, in my opinion. I always loved All-Star games. So just being there was, was one thing, but being the starting pitcher really meant a lot. Yeah. That's cool. I man. mean,
1: yeah, you, you, you definitely had a, uh, a heck of a year so far. That All-Star game, you know, nomination was well-deserved. You came in and threw two perfect innings, right? Yeah. Is that – is that kind of your proudest moment um, this season or even maybe in your career as a Diamondback? Um,
3: Yeah, I would say it's definitely up there. I got a little scared. First pitch, Kyle almost took me deep. Uh, (laughs) It is true. They were good. Um, But after that, I kind of settled in. Um, See, I I was honestly pretty nervous at first just because, like, I mean, I'm always, like, a little bit nervous before the MLW series. But just knowing that there was, like, there was a lot of people at the field that day and, knowing that this would uh, possibly get more views than, like, some of the other videos might. Um, I definitely had a little bit of extra nerves, especially being a starter in a big game like that. Um, but I think once I settled in, I was fine. Uh, I actually didn't throw, like, I probably threw two strikes in warm-ups, and I threw about 40 pitches. So kind of like RJ did in that one series. Yeah. It was about yeah. the same way. So once I settled in, I was fine. But, yeah, it was pretty much it.
0: I'm curious, Trey, what's it like like you said, because you used to be that guy watching us thinking of the cool games. And I know we have a lot of guys from the base city Wiffleball League, which is your Wiffleball League, in our MLW League now, such as yourself, your Guides Brothers, Preston Colm. But there's still a few other of your your homeboys, I know, who are still just considered fans at this point. Although, who knows, maybe they're drafted next year, after that, we'll see. But what's it like uh, for them? It's like seeing you out there now. Is there any jealousy there or... Is there like a great divide there? Do they almost feel like they're one step closer to seeing you do
3: it? Um, no, I don't think there's any jealousy at all. I mean, we're all – we hang out all the time. We're always practicing with – we just really want the best for each other and everything. Like, if one guy does something good, we always, like, congratulate him. Like, we're always just helping each other out. I mean, we've been playing wiffle ball now for about four years together. So, you know, I, I really think it's just more about at the end of the day just, like, being a good friend whatnot there's really no jealousy there at all and I know uh like Preston Carson Landon's always like grinding with ball he he bought a pitching machine and stuff he's throwing bullpens like probably three times a week he's doing everything he can Carson of course always there with Landon and then I know Preston does a ton of work at home too so it's just super sick to like to be uh to be the all-star this year but Anything can change and I'm sure Preston will be up there one day for sure, landon and maybe in a couple years Carson too. Like all those guys have a ton of potential. So it's super great to see. And I know like some of the guys in my uh base city league are really just pushing to get in MLW. So like just seeing that, it kinda like inspires me to just keep going out there and just keep working.
1: Yeah, big fan of the base city guys. A lot of young talent uh coming into the league. It's cool to see. And um you know, just this year, Trey, you've obviously had a much bigger role, right, with the Diamondbacks. Was that was that something that you were expecting coming into the year or in similar fashion as the All-Star game? Was that something that Jimmy kind of put on you at the last minute?
3: No, it was actually completely different. He told me before, actually, at the end of last year, at the end of the SoFi trip, um, uh, he told me that he wanted me to have a bigger role. And I kind of just took that and thought, you know, took a couple months off from whiffs and then I got back to it right when I, right when it started getting nice out. And I mean, I have just, I was just grinding out there. I was throwing probably two bullpens, two bullpens, two to three bullpens a week and like 40 degree weather. I was doing everything I could to just become better, just develop more pitches, do anything I can to, you know, be a, be a stronger pitcher out there in this league. And it's worked so far. And, You know, I'm sure there will be some bumps along the way still, but, you know, I I appreciate him uh, putting his trust in me, and I'm I'm super thankful for that. And also, you know, just my teammates really helping me out at the plate this year. I I really appreciate it. You know, like Bennett has really come through big time. Love that man. Uh, You know, Pishka (laughs) doing it. And even Shima uh, and uh, Jim, of course, and then, of course, Jonah doing what they do.
1: Yeah, so you, you mentioned obviously those bullpen sessions and like developing your arsenal. Um, before this podcast, it was, it was funny that you came on because I, you know, I get like DMs from people who listen to the podcast or whatever. Um, had one fan that just said, you know, if you ever had Trey on, like, had a couple questions to ask you. So one question was, uh, you know, how many different pitches do you have and what are they? One question was, what pitch do you like to throw? you know, first pitch of the at-bat and then what's your go-to full count pitch? All right. I have a lot
3: of pitches. It really depends on the day what I'm, what I'm throwing though. Like they really really on who we're playing type thing. So it depends on uh, whether it's a lefty or a righty, that sort of thing. I usually like to stick to just the slider riser and drop. Um, Occasionally on two strikes, I'll throw the, uh, the, um, Screwball overhand. Uh, I'm looking to develop an underhand uh, or like Kyle type screwball. I used to have one of those, but I kind of lost it over the years. So I'm trying to get that back. Um, Usually on like a full count, I'm throwing, I'm throwing usually risers, just trying to get it past the hitter. Doesn't always work out, but um, you know, I think it's just a good pitch. I'm pretty confident in both my drop and my riser to hit the zone. Uh, But honestly, yeah, I would say. That's it, that's it. Did I hit everything there? Did I miss a question? Yeah, no, I think,
1: I mean, that's good to know. I mean, that fan was me, really, because we're playing tomorrow, <laughs> so that was a pretty good scout. Oh, man. I've never played you. That was a pretty good scout, though, so I'm excited for <laughs> man, that. That's I, and honestly, the rest of the league's having a hard time hitting you, too, so you're welcome, guys. Uh, thanks, Jack.
0: Appreciate that. <laughs> I think that's a consideration of the postseason if I make it there. If I had to face straight. <laughs> Good one. That is A1. Sorry, Trey. Right there. Sorry, Trey. This is war, Trey. That, this, is, this
1: is this is what I think I'm on my hour-long hour, hour long trip yeah. here driving the pods. What what, what, can, I, uh, what can I ask, Trey?
0: <laughs> That's actually so funny.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, my goodness. What a pod it's been. Uh, Trey, real quick, I wanted to ask you, too, just uh, about your NWLA tournament experience. What was that like playing in your uh, first, like, fast pitch top talent tournament, including older guys. We played the U-17 last year, We never played against the big boys like old Tom
3: here. Yeah, so uh, it was definitely uh, a special thing for us. So, first of all, that was, like, our first time ever bringing, like, a, a full, like, Bay City Wiffle Ball team to the uh, NWA tournament. Obviously, like, you guys, MLW, of course, like, is a real reason that we even got our names out there to begin with. You guys play a huge part in that. So, um. Bringing a team of base City guys meant a lot to me. As like a commissioner of our league, it was super sick to see like guys that uh you know like just started playing wiffle ball. One of the players is Carter on our on our team. He just started playing wiffle ball last year, and he's already we're already bringing him to a national tournament. So stuff like that is just awesome to see. Um, I really can't complain with how we did. We lost in uh we lost in bracket play, but we beat some of the best teams there. So. You know, I'm super proud of the guys, and uh, we're really excited for next year. We kind of understand the rules better, understand the uh, pitching tactics a little better. So we're uh, better prepared for uh, Sunday, hopefully, if we get there. And then, uh, you know, I'm just super excited to go back, and I know the rest of the guys are too. Sweet,
0: that's cool. Yeah, congratulations on the wins. Like, I, I mentioned when we got home from that tournament a few weeks ago that uh, you guys made some noise early on. Got <clears throat> yeah, I'm some, there you
2: go. some issues out. with
0: the throat here. But, yeah, you guys made some noise, so congratulations on that. And I think uh, you guys have some talent. You guys got some guys that can throw very hard, including yourself. Carson can sling it. Landon can sling it. Carter, I don't know much about him, but he's a good presence at least. and I know he's a fun guy to be around. So, uh, basically, the football league is uh, one to watch, I think, for all these old-timers that have been around for so long playing the game, even including us. Our league's been in this tournament now for going on, like, five years. So, the newcomers are, are uh, making some noise. For yeah, sure they are. Let's get into the comment of the week this week, and it's pertaining to the All-Star Game video, and uh, it says, I enjoyed this video very much. Even though the ASG itself was not competitive, it was awesome to see so many great players on the field at the same time. It was great to showcase for Trey Flood, who was perfect for two innings with five strikeouts, and Jordan Robles, who hit two three-run home runs, and the exact opposite of a great showcase for Drew Davis." Thank you, MLW, for the continued great content. Strays. I mean,
1: <laughs> you I had that one coming. No, that was, I mean, it started with the coin
0: toss, let's be honest here. I mean, I'm, I think everyone who's hearing this knows exactly what happened. But to reiterate again, yes. Yeah. You, which, for the record, he did tell us he had to leave. We knew he had to leave. But he's like, I can come and show face and be there for the beginning because I'm supposed to be the manager because the co win the World Series last year. We're like, yeah, sounds great. Okay. But, of course, he had to put his real Drew twist on that being, yeah, win the toss, call away. So kind of inadvertently put his teammates at a disadvantage <laughs> on paper. <laughs> Calls away, strikes out in the first inning, I think, <laughs> goes out in the field, makes two errors, and then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> <It was laughs> everyone at the AL is looking around like, did that just happen? Like, yeah. no one really besides me and Kyle knew he was going to go. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I got to go. After we just totally put the AL in the worse spot <laughs> than they were to start the game. It was hilarious. And uh, a and top true, tier yeah, true moment. True Drew
3: fashion. True
0: Drew fashion. Yeah.
3: When I was there and I saw him do that, and I thought he, like, made the two errors, and I thought he was just like, I'm leaving. I thought he just left because he was <laughs> <laughs> so, like, That's what I'm I was saying. Like, what is going on right now? I was like, why is oh, he. Really rage?
2: He rage quit, rage quit he, from the AC.
0: He A's pretty pretty much did rage quit. I mean, <laughs> it was probably for the better, honestly. Two the we AL were already in a hole at that point. Um, yeah. So, the National League, we did what we should have did last year. Last year we had him down 7 0 or whatever, and we didn't put him away. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a revenge game. Kept the it was of the a revenge situation. game. For it was ben. all business for start yeah. to finish for us. We were not losing this year. I mean, you could pretty much
1: tell right after the first inning. Trey was dealing. That it was and Jordan like, was hitting by us. They were there to play. Yeah. They were there to play.
0: It was well-deserved. Led by the young T-Money himself. But, yeah, we, we went after that one and we got it. I was skeptical. I went after Jimmy for his managerial style last year um, in both the pregame and intro this year mm-hmm. and we had a podcast last year where i roasted him. do you remember that yeah and before the pod studio days and these microphones which apparently aren't working so great anymore but before we even had these ones um i remember talking in my parents basement about how jimmy mismanaged that by putting cheat into the game yep and this year jimmy's like chris is pitching together. I'm like why is Cheetah pitching i love him, chris <laughs> i'm like why are you putting in chris He's like tom chris has got to go in there i'm like no he doesn't <laughs> it's somebody else But Chris went in, and I said, Chris, he got himself into a jam, I think. I was like, Chris, you get us out of here. I'm like, I'll buy you some crispers from Chili's. I I think he was scoreless. He was a shutout, so yeah. Yeah, So I owe Chris some some, uh, chicken crispers from Chili's, but... Uh, I was happy we got the win. I think the yeah, National Congrats twitched. to the NL. I think it's
1: finally starting to actually become a rivalry because they, they haven't won very many. So we gotta, we gotta throw them a bone
0: every once in a while. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay, Jack, okay. <laughs> Whatever, but we got, we got it done. We got ourselves locked up for the World Series, home for the now I just gotta make sure that Jimmy North and the backs don't get there. Yeah. And then I get there instead. There you go. But there's also the Eagles to worry about. The Gators, I'm not too worried about right now, but you never know, I guess. And uh, you never know. Not going to be easy. It's going to be earned, not given. That's for sure. I got to get the all, good for too. All, good, all good things All good, good things. Earned, not given. Including a smooth podcast, which mm-hmm. today, content wise, we've done a great job. I think we earned it, but it was we, certainly uh, not given. No, it was definitely it was not given. It was Definitely earned this week. <laughs> but I appreciate both Alec and Trey joining us this week. Bummer, we didn't get to hear from Jordan, but uh, I know he'd be hyped about his performance on national TV. I know he wanted to hit a bomb, but mm-hmm. the guy pitched well. He was getting hype, He was. He was, he, to his at. he was cooking out there. I think it was just a cool experience for him, just like it was for Alex. So uh, I'm sure at some point he'll be back on the pod. We'll try to go to a quick aside on his Ojo experience as well to compare it to Alex. But uh, it's been a fun week. Busy week, but a fun week. And I'm sure we're going to have similar weeks these next uh, couple. Yes, sir. So I appreciate you coming over too, Jack. Thank you. i yeah, dealing absolutely. with my shenanigans over here. Hey, wouldn't have it any other way. Wouldn't have it any other way. But all right, folks, appreciate you tuning in. Next Sailor's middle name rhymes with Fuel and we'll see you next week.